At Cane Growers Herbert River, our purpose is to provide assistance to Herbert growers across a large and varied number of issues. We are dedicated to the provision of services to our valued members, including payroll, safety audits, and assistance with Smart Cane BMP accreditation. Cane Growers Herbert River staff, the board and elected representatives are in the business of looking after cane growers, their businesses, the sugar industry and families across the Herbert River District. Cane Growers Queensland is a not-for-profit public company providing a professional and cohesive voice for the grower members of 13 district cane grower companies, which includes Cane Growers Herbert River. Cane Growers Queensland members are from a diversity of cane farming businesses, large and small farms, run by individuals, families and corporate bodies. The strength of Cane Growers Queensland is their capacity to unite in the interests of its members and ensure the voices of growers are heard in our communities, by government and in international forums. The 13 regional cane grower companies nominate representatives to sit on the Policy Council, which decides the overall direction of Cane Growers Queensland. Corporate governance is provided by eight of these representatives who are elected to the Cane Growers Queensland Board. There are three permanent Policy Council committees, Economics and Trade, Farm Inputs and Research, and Environment and Sustainability. For members, Cane Growers Queensland provides representation, leadership and services and promotes unity in the interests of its members to ensure a secure and profitable future for the Australian sugar industry. In this podcast, you'll hear from a Cane Growers board member, their role and what they're doing for Cane Grower members and the Australian sugar industry. Paul Shembury is the chairman of Cane Growers, a role he's held since 2013. He's a member of the Cane Growers Policy Council and a director of Cane Growers Mackay. He's held representative roles within the organisation for more than 35 years. Paul is a cane farmer with more than 40 years practical experience. And in partnership with his brother Joe, he owns and operates farms supplying Farley Mill near Mackay, harvesting around 10,000 tonnes of cane annually. The business is accredited in the industry's Smart Cane BMP program. Paul's a fellow of the Australian Institute of Company Directors and is Senior Vice President of the World Association of Beet and Cane Growers. Paul has served as a Director of Queensland Sugar Limited and as Chairman of the Australian Sugar Industry Alliance. Paul, what are some of the main achievements that you've been involved in that have shaped the Australian sugar industry? Well, certainly the Cane Growers Organisation has been around for 94 years and uh, certainly we've had some very impressive achievements. Certainly I've been involved with cane growers for 39 years and some of the achievements uh, have been well known. But to answer the question more specifically, uh, certainly in my time as chairman of cane growers, I can highlight three achievements. Uh, And I want to stress I'm not laying claim to all the credit for those achievements. They've been achieved by working with others Uh, and certainly with other organisations. I think first and foremost has been the choice in marketing. That has been a great result for farmers. We were deregulated as an industry and effectively we were sold a pup. We were sold a pup on the basis that deregulation was touted as the opportunity to create competition uh, and that farmers would be the beneficiary of all that competition and that ultimately the economic condition of farmers would improve, or in other words, the price of cane would go up. Uh, Now, 
that didn't take us to the land of milk and honey. In fact, uh, it was a sham. And what we witnessed was some mill owners, not all, uh, some utilised their regional monopoly status to dictate unfair terms in terms of uh, the cane supply and processing agreement and also in terms of dictating that some of the mills were of the view that that sugar was theirs uh, unilaterally and that sugar was theirs for their express economic opportunity. We said no. We argued against that. We teamed up with ACFA and other organisations and to the credit of all of us through solidarity, we got the state government legislation and we topped that off with the Code of Conduct in 2017. That gave growers a choice in terms of marketing but also too created equilibrium between growers and millers in terms of ensuring that growers had uh, adequate bargaining power. The second one that springs to mind is uh, sugar tax. There's no sugar tax in Australia. That's not by accident. Uh, we fought hard against that. And cane growers got on to local federal members. We got on to the Federal Minister for Agriculture, the Federal Minister for Health, the Deputy Prime Minister. Certainly the Prime Minister was involved. We made our way to Canberra and under the life of this government, they ruled out absolutely that there will be no sugar tax. I've seen, I've seen a report recently that if a sugar tax was introduced, there'd be a 13% reduction in price. That's a major achievement because I do know that in other countries a sugar tax has decimated those industries. And thirdly, look, cane growers has been very proactive and shown leadership in trade and market access. We're the ones that are always called upon to agitate with the federal government uh, for fairness. Uh, recently, two and a half, three years ago, if that's recent, uh, we argued for uh, an intervention by the federal government in terms of Indian export subsidies we're now in a position where we're about um, four to five months away from that decision. Now, we went there. Others weren't there. Certainly the mills helped us in that argument, but it makes the point about you need an organisation like Cane Growers to advocate very strongly. Look, there are a sense of three issues, three outcomes that I think have been beneficial for farmers. So are there any specific cane grower achievements that have had a significant impact on Herbert River growers? Uh, certainly, I think one of the great things about cane growers is that the growers of the Herbert uh, River stand shoulder to shoulder with the growers of Mackay, the growers of Cairns, Maryborough, Bundaberg, wherever it might be. And certainly those three, three things that I've cited, uh, particularly the choice in marketing, uh, certainly in terms of the fact that there's no sugar tax. If there's sugar tax now, I'd hate to see what our returns would be like. Uh, and the fact that uh, we have punched well above our weight in terms of trade and market access, they are benefits to Herbert River growers, they are benefits to everybody in the industry. And what's one of your most memorable moments that you've had being involved in cane growers? In my own career, in 39 years in cane growers, there are many memorable events. I remember the cane train of 1983 when I was first elected to cane growers. Um, certainly I remember the late-night phone calls we received in 2004 when Australia put to the sword the European Union uh, in terms of outlawing 6 million tonnes of export subsidies that uh, had destroyed the world price. And that, again, exemplifies how Australia can punch well above its weight. But I think the most memorable for me is when we led the charge for the choice in marketing, the most memorable moment was sitting in the public gallery of the Queensland Parliament waiting for the vote to be counted. There's a lot of argy-bargy in the debate, but uh, eventually the votes came in 
and uh, my heart was beating. There was a lot of people there. I was sitting next to Steve Guazzo, a well-known Herbert River grower, and eventually the vote prevailed and we won by four votes. That's the most memorable moment. Listen to more podcasts like this one at herbertrivercanegrowers.com.au and learn about other topics of interest to Herbert Growers.